Good morning, Joe and Serenity, and welcome back to the Local Paleo Show. Thanks for having us. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. How are you today? Wonderful, thank you. There's no point being anything else because no one listens to me complaining anyway. <laughs> so, wonderful. Right. Why not? Well, you can always pretend, even if uh, you're not. This is true, yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Um, Joe and Serenity, you recently started a paleo baby food company called Serenity Kids to yep. grow healthy babies. Um, can you tell us about your background and, um, you know, a little bit of your personal story before you started this company? Sure. So, um, well, my loving, loving mother wanted the best for me. And so when she was pregnant with me, she was a vegetarian. In the 70s, that seemed like um, the healthiest thing to do. And I was born a little early. I was born underweight. And I had my first ear infection at two weeks old and round of antibiotics. And then repeat that several times a year all through my childhood. I had immune issues, um, anxiety, insomnia, lots of allergies, you know, the kinds of things that come with leaky gut. And so I found paleo in about 2010 after my last year infection um, really hurt my stomach. I took some medicine that was horrible. And I've been paleo ever since. And I um, left my corporate job four years ago to start a paleo coaching business called Joy of Paleo. And I learned a lot about what people are looking for in the healthy food, whole food space. And then, um, and then I met Joe and we were at Paleo FX 2016. And I, we started talking about having a family someday and I started getting all like fuzzy and maternal and I'm like, Joe, let's go find the baby stuff. You know, let's see what baby stuff is here. Well, there was nothing, not one baby thing at the whole, like the world's biggest paleo conference. And so I went up to the CEO, Michelle, and I said, Hey, Michelle, where's the baby stuff? And she said, you know, I ask myself that question every year. My, my story starts in childhood also. I uh, was raised with high-functioning autism, but not knowing that I had autism. I was undiagnosed at the time. Um, I wasn't diagnosed until college. They called it Asperger's then, but um, since then it's all been determined to be autism. And, and so, you know, I was very big energy. I, they called me ADHD, but that wasn't helpful. Uh, and I just had a really hard time as a kid. I just took up too much space. I was too loud, too intense, you know, too obnoxious. So I was always in trouble at school. My other you know, kids didn't like me um, and had a, you know, just a really hard time with anxiety and all this intensity in my body and also had a lot of stomach problems. You know, I was, had my stomach hurt almost my entire childhood and we'd go to the doctor and they could never say what was wrong. Um, and, uh, you know, I just like always had stomach. I was also overweight as a kid and, uh, I ate mostly canned ravioli and nachos. This was not basically my, what I sustained myself on. Um, and, uh, you know, now we know <laughs> those foods are a combination of problematic foods that were, you know, were, were, were irritating me physically. And so, um, in middle school, uh, a semi-popular girl took me under her wing and decided to teach me social skills. She was like, I want to, let me help you be cool. 
I was probably annoying her at the time, but um, she decided to help me and I learned that I could improve myself, that I could uh, make change in myself and, you know, be a better version of myself by taking feedback. And so set off on a personal growth track um, that's, you know, continued to this day where I'm always seeking ways to improve myself. Um, and then in high school, that became also improving the world, that, uh, that I have this opportunity and obligation to improve the world around me and make it a better place. And um, my difficulty in childhood has left me passionate about improving the world for children, that I really want a better, a better life for kids um, in terms of diet and the way they're treated and the way they interact with each other and the way they're educated and um, you know, really wanting um, to help kids with that. So started a career in youth services, started my own youth nonprofit um, that lasted for a few years and was working with an adult uh, uh, personal growth company um, that brought in speakers. We started bringing in speakers to teach us about different things related to, uh, you know, being our best selves. And my boss found Serenity as a, a paleo diet speaker to come and teach us about the paleo diet. And she she assigned me to be her handler, um, and I've been handling her ever since. <laughs> I, I fell in love with paleo at the same time as I fell in love with her. Like, at her talk, I was just like, it all made so much sense, you know, in terms of all the diet stuff that I'd struggled with. You know, I'd tried veganism, and I'd, you know, done candida cleanses and the GAPS diet and all these, you know, things that were in the, um, you know, eventually in the direction of paleo. And so it all kind of came together that this was the right diet for me, and switching to that's really changed my relationship with my body, you know, it's really healed my anxiety. It's really healed my sleep issues, my focus issues. Um, you know, it's just like, has my system just feels much more regulated. It's not as like sporadic and crazy all the time. Um, and so when we realize, you know, I've always, and I've always wanted children, I've always wanted to have a kid um, and do it right, you know. And uh, so, you know, Sisterny and I got more and more serious. We're like, let's have a baby. I want to have a baby. And we discovered there's no paleo baby food, that this is like a huge issue, that if we have a baby, we're going to have to make all of our own food all the time. And, you know, I, I intend to have a baby who's going to eat a lot. If I know anything about me and Serenity both, we're both foodies. Our baby's going to be hungry. So, you know, we're like, we, we need to, to fill this gap and create this food, um, not just for our baby, but for all babies. That's a great story. Thank you. Um, what other flavors are you currently offering? Yeah, so we... Um, Basically, what happened was we decided we realized there's no paleo baby food. Serenity had a summer of nerddom, yeah, where she <laughs> did a ton of research. Yeah, so last summer I thought, well, maybe you know, maybe there's good reasons why there's no paleo baby food out there. Maybe babies aren't supposed to eat that way. I didn't know, right? So I read every book and blog and podcast about, you know, from paleo thought leaders and just from conventional doctors and people in the health industry. And even I even read the USDA's Guide to Infant Nutrition. Oh like the US government's guide to infant nutrition and realize no they you know babies really need to be eating a high fat meat veggie kind of diet and then I thought well maybe there's no paleo baby food out there on the market because babies won't eat it and so I'm like Joe we've got to start making some food and getting it to some babies you know we've got to start kind of testing it out so our basic formula I developed using the same macronutrients as breast milk you know, I had, when I had first went into my summer of nerddom, 
I thought, well, babies probably need the same kinds of macros as adults, but that's not true at all. They need a lot more fat than we do and a lot less protein. So our formulas are, you know, breast milk is about 50-50-ish fat and carbs and then a little bit of protein. And so that's kind of the model that we use from a nutritional perspective for each of these recipes. And then what we did was um, we actually let the babies decide. So we had these surveys and we would drop off our food to the moms and the dads. And um, these flavors that we are launching with were the baby's favorites. Yeah. We just, we looked at all of other baby foods as well to see like what is out there and um, you know, what, how could we improve upon it? And uh, it turns out that it's not only that there's no paleo baby food, there's actually really almost no meat and fat available for babies and babies need 30 grams of fat a day an enormous amount of fat that they need. Uh, there's no sh daily sugar requirement for babies. They don't need any sugar at all. And yet all the baby's foods are extremely high in fruit sugar. Like the baby, the standard baby food is essentially fruit or fruit plus some vegetable. Like that's ba the best you're gonna get is fruit and veggies. We did a study of 250 organic baby food pouches. Like every baby food pouch that claimed to be ultra healthy, the organic lines. And 64% of them had five grams or more of sugar, which doesn't sound like a lot, um, you know, but for a 15 pound baby, you know, if you compare that to a 150 pound adult, that's 50 grams of sugar, you know, that's a 60 mm -hmm. ounce Coca-Cola. Scarier than that, uh, I'm sorry, I did that stat wrong. 80% had five grams or more of sugar. 64% had 10 grams or more of sugar you know, which is two Coca-Colas, you know, and that's like a, a, more than half were extremely high in sugar. So it's like, whoa, this is crazy. Less than 1% had two grams or more of fat. So almost none of them had any fat. Less than 4% had meat in them. None of that meat was disclosed the source. So we have no idea if it's grass fed or not, if it's humane, if it's, you know, what kind of farming practices were used, like we don't even know. Um, so we have to assume that it's probably pretty cheap organic there it's organic but it's like you know organic grain fed in pens so as far as we could tell there was no grass-fed um, or pasture-raised meat available for babies there was no high fat options available and there were extremely few low sugar in fact there was a lot of extremely high sugar um, so so you know we created these formulas um, using pasture-raised meat we knew we wanted you know to use grass-fed and pasture-raised meat because that's the best fat and uh, we knew we wanted to mix it with organic vegetables because the macros of breast milk is essentially about half fat, half carbs. So, you know, they still do need a lot of carbs. Uh, and so we, we knew that starchy vegetables were going to be a much better source of carbs than fruit sugars would be. Um, so we came up with these three flavors. Um, we've got the grass-fed beef um, with organic sweet potato and kale. Uh, we also add a little bit of Himalayan sea salt for flavor and uh, additional minerals. Uh, we've got our free-range chicken with um, organic peas and organic carrots, also with a little bit of uh, organic uh, with the Himalayan sea salt, and we added some organic avocado oil to this one to increase the fat content a little more. It is chicken thigh meat, so it's already somewhat fatty, but we wanted it to be nice and fatty. Okay, and I'm getting hungry. Yeah, right? Wait till you hear this one. Uh, pastured, uncured bacon with organic butternut squash and kale. Uh, and this is the first bacon baby food product on the market that we've found. 
Um, and uh, it's this really, really delicious, you know, it's, uh, this is our, our highest fat, um, lowest carb one. Um, because the butternut squash is pretty, you know, not as carby and uh, the bacon's nice and fatty. So, um, yeah, that's, all... that's, that one is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, you know, quite delicious. You, you know, I'm a big baby, so I liked it. Mm. Totally. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. speaking of which, um, uh, how do you source your ingredients? Can you tell us more about this? Yeah, so um, my mom grew up on a small family farm in southern Missouri. And so I grew up uh, going and visiting my grandparents' farm. Um, it was a dairy farm, but they grew a lot. They grew some crops and they had a variety of animals and a lot of cows. And so I got to see, you know, what it's like, that lifestyle's like, and, um, you know, their relationship with the land and with the animals, and also how tr difficult it is economically. Um, so we, we knew we wanted uh, pasture-raised animals because the fat content's so much better. The the omega-3 to omega-9 ratio is way better. The CLAs are higher. The vitamin content's higher. Like, you know, basically you feed an animal. It's the diet nature intended for it. It creates the the nutrients nature intended for us. And so the, the fat's a lot better from those animals. Um, it, but, you know, given my relationship with family farms and the more we learned about farming, we were like, wow, it's a lot better if they're from smaller, smaller herds that are raised responsibly on pasture. Um, yeah. And that we can also support these family farmers and create more demand for them. Um, it costs more, right? It costs more to do it. It costs more to buy it. Um, and we were, we were like, we're just going to do that. Like we, um, we believe people will pay more for better sourced meat that's from family farms that the, we went and visited them. We took a little tour and visited the farms that we, you know, we got connected with a farming co-op in Missouri and Iowa and visited these, you know, pig and cow farms that are, you know, just amazing. The farmers are just such, it's like a spiritual thing calling for them, the relationship they have with the animals and with the land. Um, and so we've committed to only sourcing, uh, you know, animals that are raised really responsibly, um, small family farmers, you know, they're raised organically, you know, in terms of there's no hormones, antibiotics, there's no GMO feed, it's all organic pastures that they're raised on. It's grass fed, grass finished cattle and pasture raised um, pork. Um, and uh, uh, the meat's really delicious, <laughs> you know, really, really good for us. Uh, and we learned a lot about regenerative farming, that there's these farming practices that are not only sustainable, leaving the planet as good as you found it, but actually regenerate the planet. These farmers are, you know, sequestering carbon and re, you know, you know, uh, re regenerating grasslands through responsible grazing practices, and that this is happening all over the world where people are using animal herds to actually improve the planet. Uh, and, you know, we're excited to be supporting those and, and sourcing our meat from them. Sounds great. Thank you. Um, what are the um, products are not in your baby food? Yeah, so that was a, one of the big things for me. You know, I had gone through, and, and so had Joe, really, you know, elimination diet after elimination diet and allergy testing and all this complicated stuff. So really, we wanted it to be pure and clean and simple. So we mixed those super responsibly sourced meats with organically grown vegetable purees. And that's really it you know there's a little bit of salt a little bit of oil but really what's not in it is any of the of the allergens the major allergens you know there's no seafood dairy gluten soy you know 
all Gra yeah, grains like of grains of any kind I'm looking at the back of our label there's no fruit there's no anything sweet at all like there's no sweeteners of any kind including fruit mm -hmm. um, there's no is stabilizers it, or chemicals to preserve it is it dairy free yes mm -hmm. oh okay um i didn't see that on the label is it is it there Mm -hmm. It's on the back. It's, yeah. it's, okay. They made us say milk free. Yeah, they, yeah, they made us say milk. We couldn't say dairy free. They made us say milk free. The USDA is very picky. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, at least you get through that alive. Oh, um, <laughs> so, uh, speaking of all of this, it sounds to me you have a mission. Can you tell us about your mission? Yeah, I mean, so I'm a spiritual person and I journal a lot. And every day, one of the things that I journal is that I want to end childhood diabetes and really work on childhood obesity. You know, I, I was a sugar addict as a kid. It, it, um, thinking about sugar was something I did constantly. And part of it was because of the foods that I had in my diet. You know, we didn't know that those things weren't best, you know, the low fat trend had started when I was a kid. And so, you know, progressively out through my childhood, it got lower and lower fat and higher and higher in sugar. And right. so one of our big missions is to educate parents who aren't educated now about the dangers of sugar and the importance of fat. And then also for the parents who are educated, it's to provide something that's more convenient. You know, I mean, yes, homemade food is the best. Mm -hmm. And not every parent has the time to do that every single day for every single meal. And so we wanted to provide a convenient option that was actually something that parents would want to feed their kids. Yeah, our new yeah. website is a, a clearinghouse of infant nutrition, you know, because there's so much conflicting, confusing mm -hmm. information. Parents yeah. are overwhelmed so with, you should do this, you should not do this, you should do this, and their grandma's telling them one thing, and their mother's telling them another thing. So we're just like, let's bring it all together. We, we co-authored, Serenity co-authored an ebook with Dr. Sarah Ballantyne, paleo mom, and uh, the quick nutrition, uh, the quick start guide for infant nutrition that like this is really like brings all the, the most up-to-date information together. It also includes recipes for, you know, how to make, uh, how to make your own baby food. So we're all about homemade baby food. Like that's the, the healthiest, you know, next to breast milk. So we want parents to make it and we know that it, they don't always have time. So we want to make, you know, convenient options that are still healthy. So when they send the kid to grandma's or to nursery or when they're in the car, or they're traveling or whatever, that they have some food to feed them. Um, you know, and then, and then for me, the mission goes beyond feeding children that I really want, you know, equality and freedom and rights for children. You know, they're one of the most oppressed groups on the planet in terms of, you know, they're treated like property and, uh, you know, physically abused and, you know, like the, the punishment reward control systems that are taught as good parenting. And then the school system, which to me mimics factory farming, uh, <laughs> being fed the same you know stuff that is not matching what their body or, or mind or spirit needs um and so the more i learned about factory farming the more i'm like wow this is all related you know the way we we treat children and the way we treat our animals and the way we're treating the planet um and so my my big mission is to, to help educate people that that's all together you know what's good for your body is good for you know uh the farmers is good for the animals and essentially it's good for the planet you know supporting regenerative agriculture and these family farmers you know is an economic 
uh, and environmental uh, mission that we have. Um, so we're, we're buying regenerative agriculture from small family farms. You know, just the more of the product we sell, the more we can support them. Uh, we put it on our label that, that that's where it comes from. So USDA is very clear if we put that there, it has to only come from there. So we can't lie about that. We have to prove, we had to prove that they were family farms or to prove that they were small. We had to prove, you know, have to prove everything. So, which is great. I'm glad that that's true. And um, we're committed to that. And um, we are donating money back to the Farm to Consumer Legal Defense Fund, which is an amazing nonprofit that supports family farmers to help them, uh, you know, survive, you know, gives them the legal resources that larger, you know, manufacturers and, and factory farmers have, um, helps them survive lawsuits or, or change laws. And then they also are helping increasing consumer access to nutrient dense foods like raw milk, uh, and other foods that are over-regulated. And so we're getting 1% of all of our profits to them to really help give back to these farmers. Yeah, we, we've cool. interviewed them and they do a really good job. They do. Yeah, they're it's a great organization. so inspiring. Yeah, I'm a member as well. Oh, nice. um, uh, let's see, uh, how is, is your product shelf stable or is it refrigerated? Yeah, it's shelf stable for up to a year. Okay. So we've got a manufacturing process that's sort of similar to the canning process, if you have ever canned anything. And so it's called retort and uses pressure and heat to make sure that the pathogens aren't there. You know, it's because it's a meat product, right? So I have to be really, really careful with it. And then after you open it, it needs to be refrigerated and it's good for a day or two. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which probably uh, one, one pouch is good for one meal or you get two meals out of it? It depends on the size of the person who's eating it, right? Like right. a little tiny six-month-old baby might not need four ounces of food on any, right. given, in any given meal, you know? But then right. again, babies don't necessarily eat like we do with three meals a day, you know? Like right, right. Out. Sometimes they won't eat for a day very much, and then they'll eat a whole lot the next couple of days. So right. it kind of depends. Right. For me, I'll probably need four. You probably would be about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Well, you know, and which is great because very convenient. It's uh, you can throw that in a mommy's bag, and uh, you know, it's available whenever the kid is hungry, which yep. you know is not necessarily on the schedule, like you mm -hmm. said. Uh, by the way, congratulations on your recent Delish magazine article. Thank you. How did you get that? How did you get well, that? Yeah, we hired an amazing public relations person who had come highly recommended and she is really helping us to figure out how do we, you know, how do we make our message ready for the public? And mm -hmm. she actually figured out some of the kind of key unique points to us and our business that we didn't think very much about before you know she said but hold on wait a second you formulated this based on the macros of mother's milk like that's that's newsworthy that's something that you want to talk about um, mm. or wait you've already sold 1800 pouches before you've launched like pre-sales mm. like that's a big that's that's a big deal you know like sharing right. that so she's been able to help us kind of um, she has experience, a lot of experience in the paleo world and a lot of experience in the baby world. And so she's, mm -hmm. so she already knows like mm -hmm. what's a big deal and what's not a big deal. And so we put out a press release, just one press release went out a couple weeks ago and we've gotten a lot of um, 
feedback and a lot of different postings and repostings and articles we don't even know about coming out, you know, people sent to us and it's been kind of, kind of exciting and fun. Great, great. Yeah, I think the journalists like it because it's, uh, it's disruptive, mm -hmm. you know, like right. something very different than has been done in baby food in a long time. It's not mm -hmm. brand new. Back in the, you know, 30s and 40s and 50s, they had lots of meat and baby yeah. foods. Um, right including oh, yeah. and, and things like that you know it's not it's not new it's it's back very old you know and so it's very paleo in that sense um but as far as the 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 innovation not very much innovation in the baby food space you know like the the introduction of the pouch nine years yeah. ago was sort of the most innovative thing that's happened and yeah. since then there hasn't been much so you know really introducing a and the you know and of course the paleo trend is is getting bigger and bigger and so we're much bigger than paleo but for the industry uh you know this is that the, this is available for babies now is a big is very interesting to them right so uh what kind of feedback are you getting uh, from moms uh, i suppose you use lots of moms as a test mm -hmm. subject oh babies moms babies yeah we, we actually had the moms taste it as well you know yeah. because can you imagine what it would be like to be a baby with a mom who was feeding you with a spoon like with a face like this yeah yeah you know right so like we know that some of the moms taste it and a lot of the moms that um are our customers do taste it mm. and the feedback that we're getting like we just went to a um a mommy show a trade show in la on saturday and mommy con yeah mommy con it's a thing, it's a thing. <laughs> and my favorite quote of the day was from a mom who said after she tasted it hmm, it's not gross <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like um it actually tastes like the ingredients that are in there um Ooh. i'd eat that mm -hmm. um oh tastes better than i thought it would you know so from a taste perspective we're getting really good feedback even from adults like right. we knew we'd eat it from our taste tests that we had you know before we ended up launching but it, it feels really good to to be able to feed adults something that doesn't sound particularly, you know, mouthwatering, you know, puree mm -hmm. meat and vegetables isn't exactly my number one, you know, gourmet food craving. Um, right. And so to have the feedback on the taste, like not only is it the healthiest possible nutrients inside, but also it tastes amazing. Mm -hmm. Right. I suspect some moms are going to steal fruit from their babies. You know, that's what moms and do anyway, dads. right? You know, and some dads. <laughs> and, yeah, right. Like, um, you know, if you feed, if you make something for a baby or you open one of these, right, and the baby's not really hungry, doesn't want it at that time, the parents always eat it, right? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. kind of just how it works. And so yeah. to be able to have something also that's not macaroni and cheese, you know, or chicken nuggets, like um, something that a parent would actually want to eat because they're going to eat the leftovers. Right, right. A lot of adults eat baby food, it turns out. Yeah, we were surprised. We get a lot of adults who tell us they eat baby food. You know, primarily they, they either use this as a sweet, fruity snack or they buy the vegetable ones um, to, to, you know, to, to go with a, a, you know, they get an epic bar and a veggie puree and that's sort of their like shelf-stable lunch, you know. Right, right. A lot of those customers are really excited to be able to use our product instead of those that has some fat and some protein and some veggies in mm -hmm. there uh, and tastes a lot better. So we mm -hmm. expect a lot of adults to be coming out 
with, you know, eating our, our products and, and the branding isn't, isn't nearly as cutesy or baby like as a lot of the other baby foods, you know, we intentionally right. very clean professional adult like brand, both for, so that adults would be able to eat it, but because we don't want to treat children in, in this uh, condescending way where like kids should be able to have real food also. Yeah. 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 So where, um, First of all, is your product already out there, or uh, where is it sold, and uh, do you sell it online, and all the good stuff? Yeah, so we're launching the first week of September, um, and so right now uh, there we're ordering, taking pre-sales, so you can go on and pre-order, uh, which will be delivered the first week of September, and then we'll launch on our website and on Amazon, and then we're talking to a bunch of different stores. Um, we anticipate being in you know every major natural foods retailer. Uh, by the end of 2018, um, all those things take time. So, you know, we're, yeah. we're in the, we've begun the discussions and they're all very interested. And the more we sell online and the more attention mm -hmm. we get, the more, the easier it'll be to get stocked in those stores. So how big is your team at this point? Just the two of you or do you have uh, salespeople? Well, the two of us are the only employees. We have a lot of supporters. We have contractors and, you know, amazing advisory board. And, uh, you know, we brought in experts of all different kinds for all the different aspects of the business. And, you know, so we have about 25 people who <laughs> are on the team in some capacity helping mm -hmm. out. Um, but as of now, yeah, it's just us handling it all. Okay. But you're done doing it in your kitchen now. It's, you know, yeah. you have a manufacturing company is it uh, local in texas or is it no it's in missouri yeah it turns out that you to make shelf stable meat baby food you can't really do that in your own home so it requires right, right. that retort manufacturing process so our company right. had to be um kind of bigger than we originally had planned yeah. because we wanted to keep with that like four ounce pouch that was shelf stable and because that's what moms know, like we're doing something that's pretty disruptive. And so we mm -hmm. wanted it to kind of look and feel familiar. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't want to do something super crazy or out there, or we didn't want to do something frozen or refrigerated. Um, you know, we wanted it to fit in enough with the products and the delivery mechanisms that were already out there on the market. So that part at least wouldn't scare people away from trying something new. So the word is out. You probably need some salespeople to help you get out there, right? You re you want you looking for a job? <laughs> uh, huh? I, I'm a I'm a terrible salesperson, <laughs> but uh, for products that I uh, I respect and love, uh, maybe you can convince me. All right. We Take will you to lunch. We, we will have an affiliate program, so mm -hmm. people like you who want to promote this to your followers and also make a little bit in the process, uh, <coughs> that is available. So anybody listening who has a blog or mm -hmm. strong social media following or whatever, you can you know talk to us about becoming an affiliate. Cool, cool, absolutely. Um, Mark. Well, you both um, said you had uh, quite bad stomach problems when you were younger. And uh, it wasn't until you found paleo that most of those stomach problems went away, or they all went away. Is that, is that right? That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing you're hoping that this is going to make sure that, you know, the children that uh, eat the food that you're preparing aren't going to have the same problems that you had. That's exactly right. You know, um, right now, parents who want to feed their kids a low inflammatory diet don't have the option from a convenience food perspective. 
You know, mm. they have to, we, we've heard of, I mean, there's so many people that hire private chefs that um, make the, all, all of their own stuff. We heard of a mom who stayed up. She's like, yeah, you know, I stayed up until midnight every night making my own baby food when I was working, when my baby was a baby, because I was not willing to compromise there. Think about mm. how stressful that was for the mom yeah. and baby to have a sleep, extra sleep deprived mom, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so really what we wanna do out there is to provide a low inflammation food that, you know, parents, I mean, they may feed their kid the fruit pouches sometimes and that's okay, you know? It's just about having that other high fat option. Really, that's what we're going for. Like, we want to be known as the high-fat baby food. And we want people to be like, high-fat baby food, what? You know, and then learn that high-fat's actually really, really important. And um, that that's going to help their guts grow and develop and be, you know, exciting flora and fauna and all those awesome probiotics and all of the things that come from a gut brain axis, you know, that come with a healthy gut, you get a healthy mind, you can be sharper, you can be more alert, you can be more creative, because you're not sitting there focusing on, oh, gosh, I have a tummy ache. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Uh, but you know, there's still a lot of resistance against uh, high fat. So how do you overcome that block? Because people, I mean, people around me, and they know I'm a nutritionist and a paleo, and they still say, how can you eat all that fat? And it's like, it's not that much, for, for, first of all. And secondly, it's been debunked a long time ago that low fat is a horrible diet. Yeah. So really what we do is we just talk about breast milk. Breast yeah. milk okay. is about 50% fat. Did you know okay. that babies need 30 grams of fat a day? Which if you, could, if you um, translate that from a 15-pound baby to a 150-pound adult, that would be 300 grams of fat a day. <laughs> Wow. That's a ton of fat. It's a lot of carry that's, gold. A lot that's of like a, it's like a, a whole package of butter. Well, right? More like five of them, but yeah. 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 It's a lot. Yeah. And so that's, where, that's really what I talk about. Because, you know, people nowadays, breastfeeding is much more popular than it used to be. And people are understanding that, like, you know, if you can breastfeed, that's a really good option nutritionally for your baby. All of the, you know, World Health Organization and American Asso Association of Pediatrics and all of these organizations are now on board with feeding babies breast milk. And so, you know, that that part people can really get. So that we use that as I use that as the stepping stone for getting them to high fat is good for babies. Yeah. And we and I think that anecdotally parents somewhat know what sugar does to their kids. Mm -hmm. You know, they already, there's already a lot of awareness around like sugar and kids. So, mm -hmm. you know, part of it's like drawing the line between fruit and that sugar reaction that it's like fruit sugar is, has causes the same kind of inflammation, like just cause it's not added sugar, you know, if mm -hmm. it's got a lot of fruit sugar in it, it's still problematic. Um, and then really showing that like fat actually does the opposite of what sugar does. It actually is calming, soothing, uh, you know, filling. And uh, so the, 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 you know, serenity, in addition to being my beautiful fiance's name, uh, it's also like the, the concept we're wanting to sell that like, you know, eating fat instead of sugar causes a much more serene system. And for, you know, a serene baby and serene moms, you know, like serene baby, serene mom, it's not a common 
things you hear together. Yeah. You know? yeah. And so, but we want the serenity for the mom and the baby and then the animals living on pasture and their natural environment are very serene. The farming lifestyle, living on a family farm, like is very serene, you know? So it's like the, the we want to teach serenity throughout all of that. Um, and then we want to create more foods, you know, that we're starting with baby food, but we want our products to grow with our customer. So as the infant grows into a toddler, grows into a child, you know, we want to continue to create more um, packaged products. Like we're committed to, you know, them being packaged so that they're convenient. Um, always making food is the best. We're never going to say it's a replacement for homemade food. Um, and like, sometimes it's not an option, you know, feeding time is one of the most stressful times for parents is like dealing with food. So we want right. foods that taste really good, that look cool, that feel cool, that are easy to eat, um, that are shelf stable, you know, so that they can be sent with them to school, um, but that also contain really high quality meat, fat, and vegetables. Yeah, that would be perfect for a lunchbox. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And yeah. adults. Good job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I want to invest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> so... Um, you say you're launching on the 1st of September. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. Where can people find out the sort of the website and everything else, Facebook and what have you? Just yes, you can, so right, you can go to our website, www.myserenitykids.com. And there you can learn more about us and our products and also uh, uh, purchase, you know, pre-order if you're there going before launch or, or just regular purchase. It's all two-day shipping. Um, it's all via Amazon Prime, so checkout's really easy. Just use your Amazon account, two day, two, two free two day shipping. Um, and then we're also on Facebook uh, at facebook.com/myserenitykids and on Instagram uh, at myserenitykids. So myserenitykids across the board. Super job. Let me show and uh, let's get the word out that for retail stores, um, you need to contact these guys. As Tell well. them you want it. Yeah. 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 That's right. Super. Well, I think I think we've uh, we've touched on most of the things we need to touch on. Um, is there anything you two would like to mention that we, we haven't asked you? Oh well, for your listeners, we'd love to offer you them a discount on oh, the product if they want to go on and try it. We'd love to offer ten percent discount. They can use the code LCPS Low Carb Paleo Show. LCPS, just all caps, um, on the discount in their shopping cart, and that will get them ten percent off their entire order. Great. Excellent. Great, thank free you. Free shipping. Yeah, free shipping as well. Yep, two days. Mm -hmm. Super job. Alan, back to you, I think. All right. Thank you again, Joe and Serenity, for being on the local paleo show. And as we say in Texas, a votre santé, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got three giggles that time, Alan. <laughs> yeah, they actually giggle. And it, it didn't sound too forced. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you both. It's been wonderful having you. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Thank you guys so much.